Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, quick note. There are English and Spanish episodes of La Brega. This is the English one. Si quieres escuchar en español, vuelve al feed y selecciona la versión con el título en español. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Futuro. A few months back, a friend sent me a photo of a water truck in a pothole in Caguas, Puerto Rico. At first, I thought it was photoshopped. The front half of the truck was up in the air, wedged in an enormous crater in the middle of the road. It looked as if the asphalt had opened a gaping mouth and was trying to swallow the truck. And then there were the words on the back, agua potable, potable water, the A of agua obscured by the pothole. The whole thing seemed like a metaphor for the state of things in Puerto Rico. It was a bit on the nose. And then I saw the video. These are the things that happen, whoever was filming said. At the back of the truck, the water was pouring out of the hose into the depths of the hole. It turns out that it was on its way to a neighborhood that had been without water for two weeks and a broken water pipe was responsible for the sinkhole. There's a lot happening here. A truck filled with water tried to reach a community that had been without it. Then that truck gets swallowed by a hole in the road that was caused by a broken water pipe. And lastly, as if adding insult to injury, the water in the truck was lost to the pothole. Estas son las cosas que pasan. These are the things that happen. You have to deal with that and you have to avoid a pothole any day uh, when you go to work, when you go to the supermarket. Jose Angel Santiago Rios, better known as Cheo Santiago, runs the social media accounts Adopta Un Hoyo, Adopt a Pothole. He reposted the truck video on Instagram and we spoke over Zoom recently. You go anywhere, you're going to find a pothole. Trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me. I can confirm, a lot of Puerto Rican roads are filled with craters. People on the island often joke about it, comparing the roads to the surface of the moon. Ten years ago, Cheo drove over one that rattled more than his axle. It's the reason I wanted to start this podcast with him. Because if I'm going to explain to you what La Brega means, what it means for Puerto Rico... I need an example, and Cheo's brega tells the story. Cheo used to live in Miami. He was there for nine years, working as a plumber, driving the same car without issue for all that time. When he moved back to the island in 2009, he even had it shipped from Florida. And when I started using my car in Puerto Rico, in less than a year, it's damaged. Then came the pothole. A decade later, he still remembers where it was and what it looked like. He was going from Gurabo to San Juan. 
It was a monster of a pothole. De ancho como unas 20 pulgadas. Maybe 20 inches wide and 6 inches deep. De profundidad como unas 6 pulgadas. It caused damage to his front axle. He got it fixed for a hundred bucks or so. And then he found himself a week later on the same stretch of road, passing the very same hoyo. Um, I got spray paint, white spray paint with me in the car. And I stopped the car and go walk to the pothole in the, the highway. And I marked it with white paint. Everybody hitting the same pothole with the same damage, you know, it's just, just too much money. He posted the photos online, and Adopta Unoyo was born in 2011. Since then, he estimates he's painted over a thousand potholes this way, tracing the jagged outline of the crater, and then straight lines like sun rays coming out of it. And now, other people do it too sending him photos and addresses from across the archipelago. The idea is that the road crews will see the posts online and go to repair the holes. But in austerity-stricken Puerto Rico, there's a lot that goes unrepaired or poorly fixed. So the paint becomes a solution to the problem in itself, helping drivers spot and avoid los hoyos. And the potholes are dangerous. You can hit a, a, another car you can lose control in, when you're driving. You can lose a tire. Your entire wheel can get stuck in a crater. There are videos of this happening. And even when an encounter with a pothole doesn't seem too bad. Maybe you don't get a, an accident or any damage, but in a few days, you're gonna you're gonna listen uh, a new sound in your carriage. Clink, clink, clink. <laughs> starting with noise, the car is starting with noise in a few days. The Oyo situation in Puerto Rico is one that you just have to negotiate with or wrestle with. You can't actually fix it, but you can cope. But that's the brega in Puerto Rico. <laughs> that's the brega. That's, that's la brega. That's la brega in Puerto Rico. La brega. There's no perfect English translation for this word that Puerto Ricans use all the time, in a way no other Spanish speakers do. Cheo says bregando is like dealing with it. But there are other definitions, too. So, as we were in production for this episode, we asked Boricuas for help describing it and got voice memos from San Juan to Queens. When I hear or use la brega, I'm referring to the struggle. The struggle? Lucha. In the hustle. In the hustle. A hustle. La brega has to deal with everyday life. I call it cotidianidad. Determinación, sobrevivencia, trabajo. Determination, survival, work. Always to do something in circumstances that don't let you get ahead. Grinding. You know what it means. You need to do it. <laughs> I commonly use it when someone asks me, what are you up to or how are you doing? I'm cruising along. Buscando, continuamente buscando algo. Searching, continually searching for something. Showcasing our true Puerto Rican brilliance. 
If you're Boricua and someone asks you how it's going, how you're doing, you might say, Ah, ya tu sabes, aquí en la brega. Here, making it work, you know, dealing with it, in the struggle. In the last year, as we've been coping with this pandemic and with so much else, I've used aquí en la brega more and more. How else could I answer when someone asks, how are you doing? There's an imbalance of power when you're bregando, whether it's against your boss or some larger injustice. It's an underdog's word. A brega implies a challenge we can't really solve, so you have to hustle to get around it. And in Puerto Rico, there are a lot of challenges that seem unsolvable. Puerto Ricans are constantly bregando, with the jobs that don't pay enough, the electricity that comes and goes, their kids' schools that are closed, the broken traffic lights that never get fixed— the hospital that doesn't get built, the government's debts that aren't paid, the frustration over status, austerity, colonialism. And la brega is a word that came to the states with the diaspora, who have had to find a way to deal with a new language, to navigate somehow being immigrants and citizens at the same time, to struggle with displacement and discrimination. But it's not just about dealing with the problem. It can also be finding a way to fight the system, to get around it, or somehow keep moving. There's an edge of creativity, too. It's like an art. Some individuals are very good at bregar. Arcadio Diaz-Quiñones is a Puerto Rican writer and scholar and professor emeritus at Princeton. He's thought a lot about the way we use la brega, peppering it into our language, even complimenting each other for struggling well. It's interesting, the expression, ella bregó bien. I mean, we admire the way that she dealt with the situation because it was so difficult. Some 20 years ago, he published an influential essay called De Como y Cuando Bregar. The essay used the language of la brega as a lens to understand Puerto Rican history and politics and identity, basically arguing that there's something about this word that unlocks a lot about who we are. I think it's so profound and so uh, frequently used that it must go back a long, long time. Puerto Ricans are always en la brega, vulnerable and alert, he wrote then. The English word he thinks comes closest is grapple. La brega means that you have to invent, you have to use what you have, and you also have to pay attention to others. And, and it's not an easy chore, no? In the last few years, there have been even more memorable examples of Puerto Ricans in La Brega. I think often about a video I saw after Maria of a woman in Bayamón showing off her dad's invention. Bueno, llevamos un mes lavando en la famosa bici lavadora. Bici lavadora. A washing machine with bicycle handlebars attached so you could spin it by hand, even without electricity. Mira como lava. Fuerza tú le metas, mira. And I think about how, after Maria, communities came together, all the networks that were formed to try and meet the needs that weren't being met in a desperate situation. A brega colectiva. They could not wait for the state to do it, or the state failed in many cases. And this is where la brega becomes a concept that can be nauseating. Why do we take pride in negotiating, in hustling, 
in putting up with how things are, going with the flow? What does it say about us that we are so often pragmatic, that that's our go-to? And above all, what does it say that we have a society and a government that requires us to be in La Brega all the time? I, I don't want to contribute to a sort of celebratory idea of La Brega. There are many things to celebrate, but we also have to recognize that uh, there are failures. And we have to acknowledge that pragmatism is helpful in some situations and not in others. In the long, long months after Maria, when some Puerto Ricans were without power for a whole year, we heard a lot about resilience. Puerto Ricans' resilience on display. And I see the plight of the Puerto Rican people. They're very resilient. Such resilience. Tremendously resilient. So much so that there was a backlash against that word. It was as though Puerto Ricans were being congratulated for being able to put up with so much, even as aid and recovery was being denied. This came up with Cheo Santiago from Adopta Un Hoyo, Adopt a Pothole, too. Y yo digo, nos merecemos más. <laughs> ¿Me entiendes? No tenemos por qué estar en la brega todo el tiempo de que de estar eh, remendando en vez de hacer la reparación correcta. We shouldn't always have to be in la brega patching up potholes instead of actually repairing them. And yet, he keeps painting the hoyos and posting them because he's hopeful that the effort helps people. It might even save them. Think of it as an act of solidarity, of citizenship. That's part of La Brega, too. As I was producing this episode, thinking about potholes, there was actually breaking pothole news. Former Governor Ricardo Rosselló spoke to The New York Times, his first public interview since the summer of 2019, when he resigned and left the island after thousands of people protested relentlessly, demanding he leave office. It was during those protests, he claimed in this new interview, that his car had hit a huge pothole. His five-year-old daughter thought it was a gunshot. And, he says, it was that, the pothole incident and his daughter's reaction, that got him to resign not because he heard the demands of an outraged public. Puerto Rican Twitter exploded with memes of potholes protesting the former governor, or asphalt taunting him. There was one of a crater photoshopped onto Che Guevara's face, a revolutionary pothole. Twitter was roasting Rosselló, but the memes were also pointing to the twisted irony that the governor was panicked at something Puerto Ricans deal with every day and something his administration was responsible for fixing. Arcadio has been thinking about those outraged people who went into the streets to march against the governor, los indignados, and what happens when people see their power. But just look at so many young people, so many, and every day, and so vibrant. What it meant to me was that there was a deep reserve of energy and thought and, and moral conviction there, no? It's there, it's there, and it was such a joy to see that it's there. We can imagine a different, a different plot, a different ending, no? Yeah. That doesn't mean we will succeed, but we can imagine, in spite of the harshness of the real, that's La Brega. 
colectiva and uh, individual too. For Arcadio, that's part of La Brega, imagining a better reality together. This series is an anthology about Puerto Rico. Each episode opens a door to a different aspect of the Puerto Rican experience, our brega. It's about our history and our present. In many ways, it's about colonialism and about what it means to be a people. And the reason we decided to make this series is that since Hurricane Maria hit, media around the state started paying more attention to Puerto Rico. But many of the conversations centered around U.S. politicians, or if we could or should be admitted as the 51st state of the union. Those conversations didn't really focus on us. And so in this series, we start with the principle that we deserve to hear stories about ourselves and how we got here, which is why every episode is in two languages, so we don't leave anyone out, either on the island or in the diaspora. From WNYC Studios and Futuro Studios, I'm Alana Casanova-Burgess, and this is La Brega. La Brega's production team includes Marlon Bishop, Ezequiel Rodriguez-Andino, Mark Pagan, Victor Ramos, Luis Treyes, Stephanie Lebeau, Alicia Beitub, Leah Shaw Dameron, Rosana Caban, and Gabriela Baez. Original music for La Brega was composed by Balloon, and our theme song is by Ife. Leadership support for La Brega is provided by the Jonathan Logan Family Foundation and the John S. and James L. Knight Foundation, with additional support provided by Amy Liss. And coming up next episode, how a suburb of San Juan sits at the border between the American dream and a Puerto Rican one. Hasta la próxima. Hasta la próxima.